Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. At the tone, the time will be 12 o'clock. Or not. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Uh, All right, fellow stockholders, this meeting is now in session. Now, first off, Johnson, stop banging your head on the table. It's very distracting. Oh, sorry about that, sir. Now, suppose you're wondering how I called you all here today. Don't you mean why you called us here today? No, I meant how did I call you here today? And the answer is telepathy. That's right, I used my mind to summon all of you to this meeting. And that shows my inherent superiority and why I should be the CEO of this corporation. You didn't use your mind, you called us on the phone. Yes, well, I used my mind to operate my hands and my mouth to talk into the phone. It's the same principle. Now, the question is, why did I mentally summon you all here today? Well, you did say on the phone that it was a stockholder's meeting. Very astute observation there, Andre Dimitriov. If that's your real name. Actually, it is my real name. Is it? Well, good for you. It's a very nice name. Carry on. In any event, the reason I've summoned you all here is that this is, in fact, a stockholder's meeting. And we're here to meet about the stock we're all holding. Like this stock I'm holding right here. Your crotch? Yep, that's what all the ladies say. About what? About my, you know, my stock, my crotch, because I'm holding in, because, because, get your mind out of the gutter, Lucy. Moving right along. The reason I've called this meeting of the stockholders is because it's been brought to my attention that our entire corporation is rife with platypi. Pardon? Uh, not platypi. No, no, no. Uh, the other, um, no, no. The other word. Uh, 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 when you're not doing when something, it's, incompetence. Uh, incompetence. Yes. Thank you. Good. Our entire corporation is rife with platypi. Oh. You mean to say it's rife with incompetence? Is what yeah, you're yes, trying yes, to tell us? Yes. It's rife with incompetence. Yes. This entire corporation is riddled with boobs, feebs, morons, idiots, and dimwits, and the infection spreads right down from the very top. And that's me. The question remains, fellow stockholders, what shall we do about this? Well, for a start, we could always fire you. Aha, you could fire me, Andresen, but you forget about my incredible telepathic abilities that I can use to make you all forget you were even in this meeting. Like this! Forget! My goodness, what are we doing in this meeting room? I do not remember how we got here. Ha, it worked. No, it didn't. Oh, crap. All right, you've got me. But my contract stipulates that I get a hefty severance package. Yes, and according to your contract, you do get quite an impressive golden parachute. And I can't wait to see it. As up till now, I've only seen parachutes made of nylon. Yes, well, why don't you just sign the severance page here and we can get on with our lives? All right, I'll sign, bastards. But you haven't heard the last of me. Not until you completely stop talking, no. That's where you're wrong, Dimitriov. Because 
All right, you've got me there. But you fools have played right into my hands. What do you mean? By signing this severance package, all of my controlling shares of stock in this corporation have reverted to a small Southeast Asian trading company named the Wutong Trading Corporation. That corporation, in turn, is owned by me until three hours ago when I sold it to a ten-year-old boy in Missouri by the name of Timmy Luftwaffe. And... Well, that's as far as the plan actually got. I kind of got a little distracted and never finished it. So Timmy Luftwaffe is now the CEO of this corporation. I'm going to take my hefty golden parachute, climb out the window with it, and jump, taking all my money with me. Have fun. See you later, Timmy. The entire company's all yours. Um, hi. I'm Timmy. Well, uh, Mr. Timmy, uh, since you are the CEO of our corporation now, perhaps you could uh, tell us what the projected earnings are for the next fiscal quarter. What? The fiscal quarter, on the day it ends, how much money we're going to have. Uh, uh, Johnson, what exactly was the, uh, the day the fiscal quarter ended? Well, now that you ask, the exact date of it would be... All right, all right, hold it right there. Honestly... About enough of this. This entire idea of always wrangling these stupid sketches at the beginning of the show into having some sort of date so we can begin the technical difficulties, blah, 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 all right? It was stupid and contrived, and we never should have come up with it in the first place. All agreed? Aye. Aye. Good. August 31st, 2005, you're experiencing technical difficulties, blah, 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 blah. I gotta pee. Shut up, Timmy. <laughs> Good Wednesday. Wednesday, August 31st, 2005, as I said, and you are listening to Technical Difficulties, and I am your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. Uh, the smartest podcast out there, or so I'm told. That's what somebody on Podcast Pickle said about our show. And I'm pleased, and I, I hope I keep that up with you. Well, we have a very special show for you this week. Um, well, it's on this week, you know, that's always special for me. And uh, also, it's uh, it's uh, a, a brand new Zoo Patrol. If you noticed when you downloaded it, it probably said that in the notes there. It's a brand new Zoo Patrol this week. It's the final of uh, three installments there in uh, Zoo Patrol. And uh, you may have noticed from the background, Hullabaloo, that I decided to do a little live broadcast here from the Minnesota State Fair. That's what's going on this week. Uh, I decided to, uh, to, to pony up and get a little booth here for technical difficulties. I figure all the other media outlets can do it, so can I. And uh, this is the booth here for uh, technical difficulties here at the Minnesota State Fair. If you want to find us, just uh, visit the State Fair, and uh, we're, right, uh, we're right between the Shark Tank, um, where I believe they're doing the live $10 a bucket of chum right now. Uh, that's always good for the kids, by the way. That's really fun. It's a good nature, uh, nature thing. And you can see how... Uh, how uh, how little the uh, shark has intelligently designed over the last uh, um million years, and uh, we're right between that and we're between the uh, refried tallow on a stick shack, which is right across from us, uh, which is also easy to spot. It's down by the bungee cord. It's the only it's the only shack that actually has an on on mark defibrillator going at full strength all day, and it's very popular uh, as you can see from the number of people just lying there prone and. 
gasping for air and clutching their chest around it. It's got the longest line here, in fact. Much longer than the cheese curds of the mini donuts. I don't get fair food, but what are you going to do? I haven't actually eaten anything since I was here. You know, I made sure to stock up on a lot of healthy food. Which I think is actually uh, part of... Uh, I think that's actually illegal. I can tell that because I tried to sneak some salad in. I had a little salad under my under my coat when I came in. And um, and it uh, it set off, the, set off the healthy food detector. And they, uh, they made me leave. Well, they at least made me move on there from there. They confiscated my salad. Uh, anyway... Uh, be that as it may, you are, as I said before, listening to Technical Difficulties, and uh, let's get on with our show, shall we? Here we go. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is proudly brought to you by curmudgeonedge.com, the state-of-the-art news service that reports on social, scientific, and technological trends that are just over the horizon and tells you why they already suck. You'll be the envy of all your so-called friends on the internet as you dispense your dismissive and jaded opinion on everything that happens, even if it only happened five minutes ago. That's curmudgeonedge.com, just the thing for the Farker, I mockerier, or something awfuler in your life. Normally we would tell you to subscribe to the RSS feed of the podcast, but pff, fuck that Liberace gay lame ass shit. <laughs> Pwn, hacks, lol, teggy. Also brought to you by Sandwich Arts, fine art portraiture made entirely from cheese and delicatessen meat. And a special grant from Time Flies for when you're having fun. And last but not least, this week's episode is brought to you by Wagaland for that authentic Australian dining experience. With dusty outback decor and a genuine didgeridoo player droning in the background, each table comes with its complimentary six gallons of lager and an operating bong. And offering genuine cuisine like they serve down under. This week's specials include... Hand-caught great white shark steak? And Vegemite and chopped yabby stuffed barramundi in an emu sauce. Remember what head chef Davis McAvee always says? You'll come for the food, and then you'll get completely arsewiped like the rest of us, cause it's always beer o'clock at Wagerland. And now, Zoo Patrol, Hollywood Nights. In the last episode... Sylvia, Danny, and Powers were out on a nighttime reconnaissance mission to track down and capture a group of insidious poachers who were stealing animals from the zoo. Danny, momentarily confused by the onset of night, stumbled off and wandered into the aquatic wolf cage. Then returning suddenly, he decided to show a misguided attempt at his own leadership skills and fired off several rounds from his pistol, interrupting Sylvia's attempt at trying to seduce Powers and nearly killing Brett by hitting him with several bullets. The group, joined by Philo Waddlebottom, grabbed the prone bread and dragged him to the nearest shelter. In this case, the local supply shed, also known as Sylvia's Love Shack. With Brett literally seconds from death, will the gang be able to save his life in time? We now join Zoo Patrol Hollywood Nights in progress. I don't know if Brett's going to make it. Captain Buffoon was quite a shot over there. Seems to have got all his vital organs. Oh, we'll never get him to the hospital with this blizzard raging outside. Yeah, kind of weird how that cropped up all of a sudden. At this rate, there's no way to save him. There's not a moment to waste. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Quickly, L Powers, hand me your machete in your belt. Mm, all right, but I'm keeping my rainbow bright belt buckle. 
Brett's vitals are fading fast. Whatever you're gonna do, Danny, do it now. All right, here goes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did Danny just cut out Brett's heart and start chowing down? No, you're not wrong. Uh, how else would we have captured the essence and skills that Brett possessed that we need to catch these poachers? Well, Danny, I, I suppose one option would have been to save his life and then ask him. Great. Cannibalism in my report. Every damn time. Ah, too bad about Brett. You know, back in my day, if someone died and we needed to pump him from extra information, we'd just turn him into a zombie. Not like you kids do these days. What do you make him into giant, weapon-laden cyborgs? Philo, can you do that? Well, since they cut my security clearance, I don't have access to the cybernetic parts. No, no, but, no, no. Uh, I meant about the part about the zombie. Oh, sure. No problem there. I figured it'd only take me, what, 10, 15 minutes to make him into the undead? Oh, Christ. The less I see, the less I have to put in my report. I'm going to White Castle. Oh. I apologize if... Oh. Uh, my eating is making you all hungry, but there's, there's simply not enough to go around. No, no, that's that's fine, Dan- Danny. Brett, Danny. Ugh, whatever. We're going, Philo. We'll be back in a little while. Okay, you kids go and have fun. By the time you get back, Brett will be as good as dead. The living dead. One trip to White Castle later. That is far and away the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. Man, I've never seen anyone get horny at White Castle before. Well, Powers, you just haven't known me very long, that's all. But I was trying to eat. What possessed you to do that with chicken rings? Well, they're chicken and ring forms. I mean, what else are you going to do with something that looks like... Ah, you kids are back so soon, are you? Good, I hope you had a nice meal. Danny, I still see you working on Brett's heart. Brett was a man who knew how to love... Yes, well, anyway, I'm glad you're all back. Well, unfortunately, I ran into a little snag while I was trying to save Brett. Since he didn't have a heart anymore, I couldn't really make him into a zombie, and since he'd been dead for so long and his brain was gone, I really couldn't make him into a cyborg either. So I decided to split the difference and make him into a zombie cyborg. That is amazing, Philo. I didn't realize you knew so much about the undead and cybernetics. Of course I do, Sylvia. Why, I wrote the book on making zombie cyborgs. Just ask Dick Clark and Dakota Fanning. Oh, well, Philo... Then what are you waiting for? Switch him on! Okie dokie! You know, Danny, it looks like we managed to save Brett. Uh, he can stop eating his heart now. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's gonna uh, uh, okay, you boys better stand back a bit. I'm gonna fire this puppy up. Oh, there we go. Oh my. Oh, there's a good one. Ah! Well. There he is. What do you think? Wow, he's just like the old Brett. When Brett's really drunk and has chainsaws for hands and rockets sticking out of his knees. Good work, Milo. Is he going to keep prattling on about brains all day? That's getting a little tiresome already. That, and he's looking at my bald spot. I'm getting a little self-conscious. Well, of course he's going to keep going on about the brains. I mean, he's a zombie now. His primary reason for existence is to suck brains out. Got it. You didn't want the whole sucking of the brain option, did you? That, that's a definite no, Philo. I'm going to kill you. Got it? Not a problem. Just got to make one little minor adjustment here. 
You've gotten dust on Brett's heart. I can't eat it now. It makes me sad. Goodbye, sweet friend. Morning, all. Brett, uh, what? Did I miss another one of Sylvia's shed parties? No, you didn't. Brett, you're alive. Of course he is, Sylvia. His life essence lives inside me. Why, if I close my eyes, I can see him. Anyways, while you all were busy in here polishing your mask bars, I rustled up the rest of those poachers. Except for their leader. Turns out he was my evil twin brother. Anyone seen him? Well, I most certainly haven't. (laughs) 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 What's funny? And so ends another exciting adventure in the world of Zoo Patrol Hollywood Nights. Join us next week when you'll hear Philo say... Uh, By the way, that reminds me. When you kids were at White Castle, did you bring me back those chicken rings I asked for? Uh, yes. Uh, here you go, Philo. Once again, thank you for listening to the Technical Difficulties Show. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I really, once again, have to thank uh, John Henry and Phil Edwards for contributing to Zoo Patrol, as they do. That's the closest I think we've actually had uh, come to having a coherent storyline ever on this series. Although I'm doing that next installment of Cop Beat probably next week, and we'll hear more about that. You know, that'll, that'll probably actually follow some sort of strange illogical plot line. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, um, but, um, oh yeah, Kenji, uh, Ask Dr. Kenji was supposed to air this time of the month, and it didn't. I actually got caught up in the whole video thing. Uh, if you, uh, in our sister podcast, by the way, if you're not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe to our sister podcast. That is Channel Surfing Wipeout. We're in iTunes right now, but we're not actually listed in the iTunes proper listing under comedy. You have to look for it. Channel Surfing Wipeout. That's spelled correctly, by the way. Uh, I didn't try tried hard not to be stupid with that one so that people would know what it was. Uh, but Channel Surfing Wipeout is there. It's the video podcast. Uh, we're going to have a... Uh, it's gonna. Uh, we're gonna be uh, taking the best of our Channel Surfing Wipeout Public Access TV show, and we're gonna be posting that video up there. I'm reiterating that for uh, people who have who are listening who are listening to technical difficulties from the first time. We have a sister show. My wife uh, Susan Grandies, who does her own fine podcast, Uncomfortable Questions, at uh, Susan Grandies. Sue Grandies, excuse me, suegrandies.libsyn.com, or you can look for it on uh, iTunes, Uncomfortable Questions. It's an interview podcast, and it's really fun. And David Cummer, our uh, other uh, writing partner and acting partner and producer on that show. It's a public access sketch comedy TV show. That's a lot of fun, and we'll be posting. There'll be a new video up on Thursday afternoon, and we're going to prime post it every Thursday. And again, the posting schedule for both Tech Diff and for uh, Channel Surfing Wipeout may or may not change. Uh, based on as I work out the logistics of creating new material and editing it for video. We'll see how that goes. Um, um, so so this whole schedule may shift around a bit, but who cares? If you're subscribed, you'll get it when it comes along. So there. And as I said, if you do, if you do like the show, please subscribe because I am going to be posting some oddball random things on occasion that you'll just get. And um, 
and that'll be fun. Uh, we were supposed to do Ask Dr. Kenji, and I got so caught up in the video that I didn't get a chance to send Dave Gatchel and Kenji some new questions. But Dave informs me that we may be shifting the Ask Dr. Kenji thing away from the whole kind of sex um, sex therapy, sex sexual advice column for the podcast over to video. So yeah, I get to actually see Kenji in action because I really got to tell you, about 80% of Kenji is seeing him in action because he's crazy. And I mean that in the best way. I mean, a lot of people say that, but he's great. He's we, You'll love Kenji. Kenji needs to be a big star. Um, so, uh, again, thanks to John Henry and uh, Phil Edwards, uh, to uh, my wife Susan for helping support the show, etc., etc. And we'll be back again next week. On a serious note, uh, if you got any beer money, if you got any extra change, for God's sake, please send it down to the people in New Orleans. Holy crap, I'm just watching... Uh, watching the CNN coverage during all of this and just before I did this segment of the show. and Man, it's bad down there. It's it's pretty friggin' bad down there. So please, 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 just whatever you can send, send it. Send it. Just get it out there and send it. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, send your positive thoughts, prayers, letters, whatever. Just, just mostly send money and uh, get it down there to those people because they need some friggin' help. Um... And this is weird because it's one of those uh, events. I'm looking at this finally, and it's kind of sinking in that I'm going, you know, this is like Camille. This is like one of those things that they're probably going to talk about, like the tsunami. This is one of those events they'll probably be talking about, you know, for the next 50 years was was when uh, Katrina hit New Orleans and hit that whole area and devastated New Orleans because it looks bad. I mean, they're saying potentially thousands dead. I don't want to even bring down you know, the show, because, you know, this is supposed to be a comedy show and all, but it's a serious note, and it's a serious thing, and, and people need help. So please, for God's sake, help. Anyway, I'll be back again next week, so keep your eyes peeled, and uh, your ears peeled, and anything else you want to peel, just go ahead and peel it, and uh, we'll, and uh, I shall return. So, thanks for listening, and until next time. So, do you have children, or are you just a child at heart? In which case, Saturday Story Circle might be a good place to kickstart your weekend. Because we have the very best of family-friendly audio, which is all rated G for great. Join us on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, or you can find us at the Saturday Story Circle wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.